When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And we're back home today. Yeah, we're back What's home. What's going on? We're in the, the, we're in the home we're studio. We're in the home studio, the home lab, where we make our homemade creations for the universe. Yeah, you've been starting a DJ business? Yeah. D- yeah. <laughs> that's what they yeah. call it when you're a DJ, a DJ yeah. business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a DJ business. That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... I'm... Delicious uh, uh, jokes. DJ, right? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That's... Okay. All right. I think it's already failed. <laughs> yeah. No, oh fuck. I think I'm ruined. I think we're done here. Okay. <laughs> Cancel it. Um, Cut it. I have noticed that um, today, uh, and we've had it uh, the last uh, few episodes here, the few months, uh, that um, something that our guests have been enjoying is um, us uh, fighting on air. Mm. I've noticed that it's been bubbling up a little bit before the episode. I, I think that yeah. we're about to... Um, Are we? Are we going to have a big blow-off? We might We might have a big... Uh, we might have to have like a big like holiday episode y- where we start throwing turkey at each other. Yeah. We, I'm getting or tofurkey, whatever. The holidays can be a stressful time. You damn vegan. <laughs> okay. Well, just an attack. Um, yeah. Hey. Yeah. I, I think we can be okay here, unless maybe our guest likes us fighting too. That's true, because we do yeah. what, we do whatever our guest wants, and if our guest wants us to fight, we'll fight. Yeah, they, we'll fight. They've been enjoying it lately, so I mean, our it's, this is it's more interesting than two people who get along. I think. Yeah, there's too many podcasts where the hosts get along. No, so you got to have conflict. You got to have emotion. Nine years into this, yeah. How can we possibly enjoy each Listen, other anymore? What relationship that goes for nine years, whether it be a friendship, a marriage, anything, by the nine year mark, if you're not trying to kill each other, is it really even a real relationship? Yeah, and we can't escape each other either. We do the podcast, yeah, get we a live fucking together. way for once. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should go on uh, separate vacations and then <laughs> record remotely. We'll record our own episodes for a week. <laughs> I I think that's the ultimate thing is that. Our relationship gets so bad for this mm. that we split off and have two different podcasts on the same feed. Segway. Did you see uh, Daryl Hall is suing, uh, uh, is it John Oates? You know, from Hall and Oates? Yeah, it doesn't sound right, John Oates, but I think that is right. I think it's something like that. Or maybe it's like, I don't know, Anthony or something. I have no idea. Anyway, but yeah, they're apparently they hate each other. They've been touring just because they hate each other. And they're like, it's like having a bunch of kids, the songs, but you have to stay together for them. And that's the only reason they tour. And uh, like someone was saying like, yeah, they saw them at the show. They never looked at each other once the whole set. (laughs) But now there's like some personal dispute in the courts right now where they're suing each other about something. So, wow. I I mean, I'm a huge Holland. That could be us. It could be. And I've heard the weird thing is you saying that is that I've been told by multiple sources 
that Hall and Oates like um, oh, over the last like ten years of people seeing them. Yeah, it's the best concert they've ever been to. Hey, I'm multiple sh- people have told me that. Listen, I'm sure it's a great show. That they, they don't are, look they at are, each other at all. And they have are any consummate professionals who know how to write a hit song and how to play a hit song. You don't have to like each other to do that. <laughs> I, get, I guess I'm so. just saying it's just all about professionalism. Yeah, and if you bring that once in a while, we wouldn't fight so much. <laughs> they they come together over uh, mm-hmm. their songs of man eaters and mm-hmm. rich girls. I guess. Yeah, pretty well, good. That could be us. <laughs> so we're fighting. We could be a Hollow Notes cover band. That's true. We could be a Hollow Notes too. But it's not all about us today. What? And it's not all about this. Um, what the crumbling hell? relationship that we have. Oh my god, okay. It's about our guest here, because we have comedian, comedy brawl, winner 2023, Karis Anderson here. It's me, Karis Anderson. How Whoa. are you, boys? Oh, good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm so excited to hear about Hall & Oates. Are you? <laughs> I think that's very exciting. It I is very feud. exciting. I love a feud, and also, obviously, a concert with two men who hate each other would be perfect. Because <laughs> they have to fight the whole time to be the one that you love the most. It's, oh, my God. It's amazing just to think of like doing a world tour like that. And having probably having separate buses. Like, obviously, oh. traveling separately. <laughs> it. And that new information, though, like if they came to town again, there's a lawsuit between them. We know that they if hate each other. If they're still touring right now while the lawsuit's happening, that's insane. They have they have lawyers separating them from speaking to each other. So they don't say anything. I, love I once had an ex-boyfriend, like when we were together, he told me that he had yet mm-hmm. to meet his nemesis. Like to him, there there are two things that do exist. There's a soulmate who's someone you love, who you spend your life with. And there's a nemesis who you also spend your life with. But this person you fucking hate and you're like fighting against them, getting stronger and stronger the whole time. And so how beautiful would it be if Hall & Oates were each other's nemesis? And that's why they were able to create such great art because of this like hatred that they have. And I do. I uh, I'm still waiting for my nemesis. <laughs> okay. Oh my God! What if it's one of you? Oh, that'd well, be good. I I mean, our our uh, riff started at Comedy Brawl yeah. after you. Uh, yeah, you spanked his little bottom rock. Yeah, you spanked his you little bottom. Beat me down, spanked mm-hmm. my bottom, and threw my head into the mud. Yeah, yeah. I do it again. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure I will. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Wow, I think you already got you there. Yeah. You might, you, I don't know if you're a worthy nemesis yeah. if he's already our, beating you down on our the first try. Our nemesis is someone that are sad and always get defeated. <laughs> <laughs> well, if TV's taught me anything, I, yes. Yeah, I guess yeah. So. Okay, what I would have to ask then, is there anyone you see in your life who is also mm. sad and always gets defeated and then like maybe gets a little bit more attention than you when they get defeated? Because <laughs> I think that's your nemesis. Okay, yeah. And someone who's like even sadder, but like sadder, more like aesthetic. Yeah. Like, oh. like they're sad like single teardrop goes down and everyone's like oh my god cody did you see them did you see paul oh he's so sad oh if someone's like oh a, a comedian uh, cried on stage this week i'm like my nemesis exactly exactly <laughs> wow um so uh karis let's talk about um your comedy uh here how long have you been doing it for been doing it i think five years five or six years coming on but two of those are pandemics yeah Mm. you know yeah so how was that uh for you because that's yeah so you were going for about two years before the pandemic then um and then those 
like two years there are a lot of like building and everything like that to then get halted yeah yeah yeah, yeah that was bad so how was do you think that that experience helped you growing as a comedian and like focusing on that or were you able to focus on that during the pandemic like certainly during the pandemic i sat in my room uh, and was sad um and <laughs> yeah. maybe that I, I like to think that i like grew emotionally or like yeah. learned about myself but i also might have just been sad in a room for a year hey <laughs> comedy is okay sounding plus- like my nemesis this yeah, year. There we go. There we go. Tragedy plus time. That's comedy, right? So yeah, but I in, think like getting out of the pandemic, you know, everyone just had like a clarity as to what they want to do. So mm-hmm. it's like if you if you were doing comedy before the pandemic and you're doing comedy now, like you're in it. Like yeah. sorry, there's no escape. Like you needed this. Oh shit! Like, I got the clarity that I didn't want to do anything over the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm fucked. Yeah. Well, too bad. Buddy. Okay, okay, well, all right. <laughs> Too bad for me. Jesus Christ. I thought we were okay. Not anymore. No. Okay, I'm, well. I'm, uh, uh, Karis is my friend now. <laughs> I thought you were his Let's nemesis. Go. What's happening? Yeah, well, we're getting uh, close to flopping here. That he's a winner. I gotta follow him. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Well, you're gonna be his number two? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, boss, where are we going, boss? Come yeah. on, boss. <laughs> One day I'll just be so sad that he'll offer me an opening spot for a big, big show. Right. Oh, right. God, I'd love to have a big, big show. <laughs> I don't know. With uh, an opener that cries. That's fine. That's uh-huh. But then I'll cry even harder. You'll be so pissed. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah, I'll steal your bit. Upstage you. <laughs> he just does all your material and it kills. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Um, uh, Karis, I want to talk about uh, uh, Comedy Brawl 2. You won mm-hmm. it. You absolutely uh, killed in the mm-hmm. audience. Or, or in the, you killed the audience. Or yeah, what all, am I trying to say? You, no. you won. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? I won. Thank you. Yeah, right. No, you're, you're a little flustered here. Thank you're, you for having the courage to yeah, say yeah. that. <laughs> you were amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And even before you won, I asked you to do the podcast. So we know it's That's not true. just because yeah. of being a winner. That's true, but you always could have taken it away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I was really banging. I was putting the flag there. It's not because of that, but he only said yes after you were. (laughs) But I know Damien was there. I was there. I voted for you. I did. I did. Okay, what was your one, two, three? Uh, It was uh, actually you two. Mm -hmm. And uh, who was my third? Um, who, who was it who got um, uh, third place? Wallet. Oh, Wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wallet. That's who incredible was, yeah. comedian. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think I there were so many people who I found were like kind of like in that running. I thought yeah. I thought like it was a really strong night. So it was. It was. It was a tough choice. My I think my whole group was basically you, Suggle, and Jawalit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think Suggle I was, was on too. most of the people in our in my group, and most of my friends. Oh, <laughs> I think most of hey, my if friends. if he had a bad set, <laughs> right? it would have been no go for me. I, I've look, told him that many times. You need times. people who are loyal to art as well as loyal to yeah. people. Like, <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. He's not getting no free ride here. No way. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's the scariest thing about having these friends. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes you have to work a little bit harder. That's yeah. all. <laughs> and he did. Yeah, it's well, true. So. But yeah, it was it was a great show, and uh, you were amazing. I uh, fell in love with your comedy immediately. Yeah, thank you. Um, excited to do uh, more shows with you in the future. For sure. Um, so, uh, doing uh, the comedy now, you come back from the pandemic. You've been uh, grinding more and more shows and everything. The one interesting thing that you told me during um, this uh, comedy brawl tournament, which for all the people that listen and everything that aren't from Toronto, it's like a, a, probably like the biggest tournament in Toronto, I would mm-hmm. say, for uh, stand-up comedy. It starts with like over 200 comedians and uh, gets down to uh, 10 on a big stage and um, a good time. But you were saying 
Last year for Comedy Brawl, you got out first. Oh, yeah. Completely. So, oh, really? Completely eliminated. Whoa. The perfect I, story. Yeah, it's, it's hell. No, last year for Comedy Brawl, okay, I showed up late to one of the shows because I, of course, did not read an email. Yeah. There was an email that said, yeah, yeah. email back if you've read this. I said, read it, loved it, every part was great. <laughs> Sent it in. Yeah. I show up day of, and it, like, say the show starts at 7. Mm-hmm. I get there at like 6.50, which I'm like, I'm a hero. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I'm not coming in late. Everybody's going to love me. I walk in. The vibe of the room is, it is my funeral. <laughs> and it is rude that I showed up because they were having a party about how I was dead. Like, Whoa. people are refusing to look at me. It's so awkward. I, like, want to die. And then the guy running the show is like, hey, like, you were late. Like, you're disqualified. And I was like, okay, fuck, going to kill myself. Uh, and then I, like, leave. I'm so pissed. I, in hindsight, easily could have bullied my way on that show. Yeah. And I would yeah. do that now. And now there's, like, five people who I'm going to be mean to for the rest of my <laughs> life because of that. Doesn't matter that I won. I'm still pissed. I want anyone to know who's listening. I still hate you. Uh, but then, of course, they don't just, like, kill you. Like, you get to do it on another uh, like so the next week I was booked again and in that one I simply failed because of my own lack of talent <laughs> <laughs> so to come back and get eliminated again I really thought that I was going to die <laughs> so you got you went from being eliminated twice to being first yeah exactly yes yeah. so this was very important to me <laughs> I could see that yeah, I actually now that I uh, think about that, for those being your nemesis, my nemesis is the person that I don't even know their name, but one person told me after the show they were like, "Oh, you were really funny." Um, I didn't vote for you because I thought you were gonna win, and I was like, "Why would you tell Stop. me that?" That's an awful thing to say. That's an awful thing to say. <laughs> yeah, like, well, just okay. look at it this way: your arc now, next year, you got to get out in the first round. I don't think. I don't think. Like, if I got out first. <laughs> I could do it again. I don't think I can make it to the finals and then do it again. I can only go down from here. I understand that. I Although I did, I made it to the finals in like 2019. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, and you and you went through it all again? Yeah. I so mean, I like tried. a roller coaster with this tournament. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, in 2019, that was good. Uh, not to be a complete bitch, somebody did buy 140 tickets. So, Holy you know, shit. you're really? never going to believe who won. But... <laughs> 140 tickets yeah that was that was an awkward awkward green room conversation so even with that out even with your winning oh you're losing money on that show yeah well so like 140 people came for that guy i yeah but like uh, how many tickets it, it, did but, they buy but you know in, in I mean? terms of that you're right like you yeah. lose a bunch of money uh yeah and so nothing in this city means anything and <laughs> you got to take your victories where you can i don't know yeah. if i know 140 people i mean that's my thing to have that many friends oh, i i think i do it's like run a show yeah. run a show and take all their money and yeah. then yeah, run yeah. off like who cares yeah. <laughs> you don't need comedy brawl you have community <laughs> yeah yeah run whereas your own i thing. need comedy brawl i got no one <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh man! Um, but uh, now, uh, like coming through the uh, pandemic and everything, doing all of these shows and getting back to it, was there like a huge uh, hump? Did you feel like you were starting over again? I think that I like was doing very different comedy, um, and so like it was like starting over. But I, I did feel like I was actually like doing it well for once. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it like you know you change a lot um, and it's difficult but mm-hmm. man it was just nice to have something to do instead of <laughs> sitting alone crying and getting blackout drunk. Fair enough. Yeah. You uh, yeah because you really have your voice out there and everything when um, mm-hmm. you're watching you like you're a full package you can yeah. tell exactly like who you are and everything. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, and that's a hard thing to find through comedy, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and I guess doing the pandemic where you're sitting by yourself and just 
in silence, you really uh, learn who you are. So yeah, yeah <laughs> that's true. It's helpful in that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's something you, you, you had such a clear voice with it that the moments when that voice broke for a second, like when you got a laugh when you didn't mean to, oh, yeah. that made it more endearing with your voice later i found it was it, it felt it was such a genuine moment in the set i thought I, just a just a brief comment there thank you that was a genuine moment it was yeah. a genuine moment even if it wasn't such a good it felt like too. a genuine moment so if you're doing that good for you well it was fun because i was i was doing a joke that i edit when i do like a big show i won't mm-hmm. say the punchline of it because some people find it contrail but like I, I have one joke that i love but sometimes i say it and audiences are like you die like don't fucking say that <laughs> and so whenever i'm doing like a competition i take it out but then I'm terrible at like the setup of that joke so I just like said a line that's like kind of a joke but I never think of it as a joke Mm -hmm. and then people laughed at it and I like started panicking like why are you no (laughs) (laughs) oh it's such a good line of uh the two hours of my one life like that is (laughs) just such a good like riff and everything too it was like wow this is amazing yeah please use that forever I, I will. I will. I got it. We need t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need t-shirts. We'll put them on our shop. Take yeah, we'll put them on shop slash spooked. You can find those shirts there. We're going to be taking a cut of that for sure, I'm sure. But we do need to get into a uh, spookier note here. Mm. Okay. Because we got to ask you, do you believe in ghosts? I do not. Oh, okay. yes. Oh, thank God. So... You uh, have I Damien do. as a supporter here. <laughs> okay, perfect. And once again, your, your nemesis, nemesis is against you. There we go. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, we're finding our footing See, here. See, I think we've... You know what I think it is? I think that we, we've been so hostile lately. It's like we've finally gotten past... Like we've just accepted that you believe and I don't. And we're done arguing about it. And now we just have to argue about other shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. We just have to find anything. I mean... Anything. Yeah, th- this this riff has really taken its toll on uh, the two of us. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping gotcha. that yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe you won't be as mean to me as Damien well, is about believing well, in ghosts. No, I'm curious. I do wanna I wanna pick at that. I, I you probably talk about this every episode, but like when you say you believe in ghosts, like oh, yeah. literally, factually, what what do you believe? Like, are there ghosts here right now? If not, why not? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I think there's to the fire, brother. Let's do it. I think there's a lot of stuff that I that we just don't know. Okay. So that's where. So I don't claim to know everything or anything like that. But I have had my paranormal experiences. I have seen some things. But in general, what I believe in is kind of energy based, and that what I think the capabilities of a ghost is is to make you kind of empathize and that energy is just in a room where if the, you get like a wave of sadness that it's like a sadness in an, a room that that could be like a ghost or something like that. You get a lot of waves of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I'm on stage and I get a wave of sadness you and you go. see me start to cry, the stage good... must be haunted. It okay. can't be my if mental health. Yeah. If you be. ever release an album, that'd be a good first name for it. Wave of sadness. Wave of sadness. <laughs> Well, every time I've bombed, it's been because of a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good excuse to have, actually. It Blame everything on uh, spirits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that joke worked before, but the spirits possessed <laughs> me spirits. to say it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like for example, my biggest example of that mm-hmm. is that I kept on having um, a dream at uh, like a person's house I was dating at this uh, at this time. Um, in the room and the dream was this woman crying at the end of the bed like kind of like in a praying position crying mm-hmm. and I would see that dream constantly and then it turned out that um, my uh, partner at the time had that same dream 
Mm-hmm. Are you sure it wasn't just her crying at the end of the bed and then she just thought she was dreaming about it, but she was just remembering herself doing it? She was <laughs> gaslighting yeah. you. On, on brand. She's like, uh, on brand. Uh, just <laughs> saying. No, that's babe, babe, yeah. babe, you were dreaming. <laughs> I had that dream too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was um, happening. And then there was a time that... Uh, bedroom also didn't have uh, windows or anything and there was a time where this no. glowing light was coming from the room carbon okay. monoxide poisoning <laughs> and i went in there and it was just like a glowing like ball basically at the end of the bed where i constantly dreamt that uh, woman to be okay okay yeah. slay so when you envision ghosts i okay i always think about stanley kubrick and stephen king mm-hmm. when stanley kubrick was making the shining he like they famously did not agree with each other's visions yeah. yep. but at one point stanley kubrick says to stephen king like so you believe that the concept of a ghost is inherently optimistic like anything that involves an afterlife is inherently optimistic like it means there's life after death and that's like kind of inherently good mm-hmm. and stephen king said what about hell and so that's sort of where I go. Do you think that being a ghost is bad? <laughs> if you're a ghost, no, I think I think that it's optimistic because I'm not like religious either. So like I don't uh, like I'm an atheist, so I don't believe in like heaven or hell or anything like that. Okay. So, um, I guess it would be optimistic that you're just around lingering. I guess, but that okay. sounds not good. That sounds awful. Why but, would you want that? Why would I, like if I die? Why would I be like, you know what would be great is just if an unconscious part of me could sit in a room forever and just make people have bad days every once in a while. <laughs> How is that optimistic? That's awful. Well, you're still like having the, it's just not nothing, you know? I okay. would rather nothing. Nothing is more of a release and escape than, oh, I am trapped in a room to make people cry every once in a while. Like that's... <laughs> How is that you can, optimistic? You can that hope for better. Disgusting. Maybe that's just one person. Maybe they're not trapped, or maybe they're not trapped there and want to just be in that room and make people cry. Like I can definitely, uh, I think that hypothetically, like ghosts are real, and some of them are like trapped in eternal mm-hmm. torment, crying mm-hmm. all the time. To me, the, that that would imply that there's other afterlifes that aren't that. Like it would be mm-hmm. weird if like your options are eternal torment or nothing. Like maybe there is. The next dimension, which, you know, like the, the cliche ghost thing is that they like can't cross over because of mm-hmm. whatever happens mm-hmm. to them in their life. And then, I mean, ideally, they, they do cross over. I don't know. I You see, all these things where any like hypothetical scenario, I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I said this. So now when I die, I'm going to be trapped in the room mm-hmm. forever crying. <laughs> yeah. And this podcast will be playing. I'll be like, fuck, I should have just said you, you get to fucking do, do coke all the time in the afterlife. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think that, well, I mean, it's like uh, Coco, which I mentioned that I watched this morning, pretty fresh in my mind. Oh, you want to be a Mexican skeleton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's where I'm getting with this. Perfect. Um, but they're they're there until no one remembers them anymore, and then they uh, just disappear into nothingness. Oh. Yeah. It's a second death. And is that, I, I haven't seen the film, is, is that, are people afraid of it? Uh, well, the people in the afterlife are scared that they're going to be forgotten and never remembered and, okay. and I guess there's a different, uh, a deeper meaning to that in general. Um, especially as, uh, us three going in this avenue where you hope to be remembered or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I only care about being remembered while I'm here. After I'm dead, I don't care. Well, uh, okay. I mean, I'll be dead. I don't care. What does, what does it matter? I'm dead. 
I I think about what everyone will uh, think of me all the time uh, when I'm uh, dead, and it makes me a little bit giddy and want it to happen a little bit. My I mom. hope they turn my skeleton, <laughs> skeleton into a bone motorcycle, and then people ride that around. That'd be cool. That's how I want to be. <laughs> well, that that'd be pretty good, eh? Um, <laughs> the type of person to do that yeah. would not be someone I would want remembering <laughs> me or <laughs> touching my bones or anywhere near uh, me. Wow, that's just very <laughs> selfish of you. That's all I'm saying. But you, I'm for the people. You think about that too. What people will think if you? Uh... I, I'm not that. I, I'm like more like Damien on that side. Mm-hmm. I think I'm. I'm very. When you're dead, you're dead. But yeah. obviously, like I want to to be good. I want people to like think nice thoughts about me. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I, I'm not that hung up on legacy. I think. Mm-hmm. I think if I were to like you know die today. I'd be like, oh, I, oh, I'm fuck. I should have, I should have <laughs> been on Netflix or something. Yeah. Um, but it, that's not. I, I want to be successful now, so I can enjoy the that now. Yeah. I don't really think that much about being yeah. dead. Um, yeah. Like what happens? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm not. But so you want like the ideal would be like after long after you're gone people are still saying your name well yeah i wonder what uh i wonder what would happen like the the stuff i've done so far would they edit those in and put it in memory of during the reruns do you think probably not they don't do that for like every celebrity who dies in a tv show like if you watch a show from the 70s yeah they but don't what if do, like a sad one that's only been like... on a couple like i don't <laughs> have <laughs> that much going for me they could do it <laughs> well, i'm just saying they don't have like reruns of like i don't know wkrp in cincinnati and at the end they're like rest in peace all the people who are now dead from the show <laughs> i think they should but do you not think it that would, would be, be good actually weird to watch me on screen playing a ghost as i'm dead in real life mm. you, i feel like you would have to say something would you have to say something? But, but again, that goes I, back. I, I think it'd be fun for like somebody watching who like likes trivia to yeah. be like, you know, he's dead. <laughs> he's, and they'd laugh, laugh, laugh. They'd say, he's dead. Whenever people life. watch the movie Ghost, do they have to do an RIP for that too, though? Um, I actually yeah. wonder if oh. people in Patrick Swayze's life would watch Ghost and go, maybe. <laughs> wow, this really foreshadowed him. Maybe yeah. he's being horny around me right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you could, if you could go around as a ghost and just make people horny, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like the type of things. I mean, I don't uh, like. I'm not against that. I'm not against making people horny. Yeah. (laughs) I think that there's. uh, I think there's. There's some type of media where they do that, right? What? Where the horny ghosts? Yeah. Ghosts make people horny. Yeah, like you go through and you make people horny or whatever i don't know i don't know but i i think that it's a thing i'm trying to think about i'm like the haunting of bly manor did they do that yeah Yeah, i believe it was paranormal activity and everyone just like it was an orgy at the end of that movie with the camera okay i gotta gotta watch watch this movie i guess (laughs) put it on um i did go to uh, a cemetery yesterday Okay. Yeah. For I, what? Um, I went and I went to see all of. I went to see some like uh, history graves. Oh, okay. I yeah. guess. Did I you take some rubbings of the gravestones? No, I didn't. I didn't touch anyone's gravestones. I didn't okay. rub them. Do you, you know about this? I right? know. That, I know that. Is that bad? Are you not supposed to do that? Why not? Or is it just something that goth girls do? We did it in public school. Oh, what do you do? You take a piece of paper and then like either a crayon or like a or like a pastel and you rub it over. And then it, it like takes the indents of the gravestone and you can read it. 
in in grade school, I would imagine that people aren't going to be good at it too and getting crayon all over the gravestone. Well, you use the side of the crayon. It's not like you use the tip and you go really one slowly of, over One it. of you kids did it. One of you kids accidentally Probably. colored on a gravestone. That's fine. It's just wax. It's not like it's not like we're using Sharpies. <laughs> Even then, it's a rock. It'll be fine. I I saw the uh the grave of Jack Layton. Oh, yeah. oh wow. He had a big bust of his head on there. Oh wow. Did he have did he have a big bust too? Like big old titties? <laughs> that was that was a strange addition. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would want my bust to have, a big bust. Yeah, that was that was a creative choice, but yeah. pretty good. <laughs> I guess I never think about someone who's died like in my lifetime having a like fancy grave. Yeah, like, it's that's weird. So, I'm like it's weird. Jack, don't no, don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. He had a, he had a uh, on the bus. Someone like put a Olivia Chow uh, pin on him. That's nice. Yeah. Oh. What if he did? I don't know. Maybe maybe. Maybe <laughs> he's just like you know what? I'm done with her. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going off to heaven to have some heaven sex. Yeah. Uh, or whatever they do. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. He's freewheeling now. Um, you got to wonder, that's again, back to the legacy, what people are going to think of you. Maybe he never wanted a big statue of himself after he's dead, but everyone's like, we have to make a big statue of Jack. Mm. We have to do this. Well, I was thinking about some of the people in there, like uh, um, if they probably wouldn't have thought about being like talked about again or whatever. And I thought that was kind of cool to like, you can like just put the name in and then it gives you like the yeah. blurb or whatever. And you're like, learn mm. the Douglas history. Ambrosia. Hmm. Wonder what that guy did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that. You mean, <laughs> I no. do love an engraver, just like beloved wife. And you're like, well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was loved. But also, then you got to wonder, like, was she actually? She could have been a real bee, you know? Yeah. Um. But I, I think there are enough graves that say nothing. I That's think that, fair. like, if you That's really fair. hated your wife, I don't That's know that you're fair. paying for beloved. Well, like, but to keep up appearances, you might. Yeah. Especially back People then. People are so fake in the graveyard. Exactly. It's sad. It's saying. happened. There's, there's some of them that are, like, the fancy gravestones, and even, like, some of the really older ones and everything like that, and have, mm -hmm. like, a lot of stuff on them. Mm -hmm. And then some of them, because I went to, like, specific ones too and then like check, did like research you had like a ones. map of the stars and a map of the stars what I, graveyard was this uh that's the riverdale yeah. oh riverdale that graveyard. is a nice it graveyard. is a very yeah. nice graveyard and it's uh big yeah Hilly. We, i saw uh anderson abbott the first uh black doctor oh, in, cool. in the world and he got uh like a medal from uh abraham lincoln's wife oh. mary todd she's allowed to give yeah. out medals yeah she made him herself. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it said widow, so it, it, I assume it was after, and she was doing. So. Oh wow! Okay, she just um, she was like the widow medal giver. Yeah, but his just said Abbott. Didn't even have a first name engraved on there. Oh really? Oh. So, well, was it like the whole family? Uh, I don't think so. I think it was just him. I I looked hmm. up and it just said him in there. Okay. So, yeah, and then uh, who did I see? George Brown. Oh. Mm. Mm hmm. Famed. Inventor of the color brown. Yeah, <laughs> inventor of the color brown, of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was all kinds of stuff to see in the old graveyard. No ghosts, though. That was okay. your first time <laughs> being there, though, eh? In that graveyard, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you think if they're... Okay, ghosts are real. Mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. Are they... Would they be in a graveyard? Um, would they be in a graveyard? I think that, like, maybe a couple. A couple? Yeah, I think a couple mm. with nowhere else to go. No else to go. Oh, that's sad. Some of them might have died been buried alive Ooh. Okay. oh so that would be the site of their trauma yeah, yeah. oh right. that would suck some of them might have been buried alive in there maybe 
Um, That's I, why they have the little bells. I did think about, too, when I was in, like, the center of the graveyard, that if, mm-hmm. like, this is the moment the zombie apocalypse starts, I'm fucked. I think they're all too decomposed. Yeah. If also, it's, if it's the skeleton apocalypse, you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, I figure if you're in the graveyard and you see it starting, you got you kind of got a head start. And you're like, oh, shit, this is happening. You, you Scooby-Doo zoom out of there, mm-hmm. and then you get prepped. Yeah, but I was listening to music, oh, so dancing. Dancing? <laughs> dancing on people's time. graves? Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck this dead guy. <laughs> fuck this dead on. guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We're going to get a call from the cemetery authority. <laughs> no, I, I watched to not... Uh, one of the people I saw, too, I forget his name. Mm-hmm. He was a painter. And I went over there because it was like a, a big rectangle, and then it had one of his like paintings on each side. Oh. And then it said that the uh, music video for Ariana Grande's God is a Woman uses all of his like paintings and art style. <laughs> so they updated that grave like, yeah. pretty recently. Wow. They were like, oh, yes, we need to, <laughs> we need to capitalize on this. They had a bunch of that. like Samsung TVs turned sideways on it, like playing different things. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like going to. I don't know, like a pizza pizza or something. <laughs> I think it was like, can you just be anyone and get into that gravesite then? Probably not. There seems to be a lot of like... I mean, I guess if you have a bit of money now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they actively still bury people there, do they? Yeah, they had... Um, I noticed in one of the areas they had, like down the hill, they had a bunch of like openings around. Mm. Oh. Fresh holes. Fresh holes, and every gravestone was the same. So I feel like it's like a rich family that has like that plot. Or yeah. yeah, I guess for some people, when they say every hole is a goal, they talk about getting buried in a fancy cemetery. Mm. Oh, right. Every hole's a goal. <laughs> you never heard that before. No. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. One of the biggest things that I found, though, one last thing before after the cemetery. All right. Is that I went to uh, House on Parliament after mm-hmm. have a little dinner. And uh, the the urinal in there was a was a a, a soccer net, and like the platform underneath it was green. Oh, for, they like, have the, a, yeah, yeah. And it has a soccer ball attached, and you're supposed to like pee it into the net constantly. That was the first time you've seen one of those. What? That was yeah. yes. I've, I've never... been to House on Parliament. <laughs> I haven't experienced this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what they got going there. I've, I've seen that in a couple places before. I forgot that Hop had it. Yeah, I've never seen it before in my life. Funny. That's fun. I would, I but I've never gone game. to a fancy restaurant like that until then. <laughs> That's true. You, you only go to Delos. It's at every four-star play. Yeah. <laughs> Four stars and above, they got to have a little soccer ball to kick <laughs> in the net. Yeah, so th- that was the biggest highlight of the cemetery, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> was peeing a few goals after? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Were you good at it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. got at least seven in. You know? okay, nice. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice if they had like a little digital counter on the top for yeah. every goal you make. <laughs> Somebody wins, you get a prize. High score put on the top. Oh, it'd just be like when you go to the carnival games where you got to like race the clown up. Yeah. That'd be good to have those at urinals. Oh, yeah. And it dings a big buzzer (laughs) and it goes. (laughs) I feel like bathrooms would be a lot cleaner. (laughs) That's That's true. true. Oh, man. Well, um, do you like hanging out in cemeteries? <laughs> it's been a while. You know what? I actually did. This is awful. But during mm-hmm. the pandemic, you could only hang out outside. Yeah. I, did, I did absolutely go on a date where we ended up in Riverdale Cemetery. Really? Yeah. Riverdale Cemetery. And then he was like kissing me. And I was like, Ooh, this is too far. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is way too Mary Shelley. Like, I have I, had a first kiss in a uh, cemetery. And the person uh, also, their job was embalmings. 
Oh, stop. Oh, so they loved it there. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys both kissed the same corpse after, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She was like, I've been practicing for this kiss at home. Do you want to practice too before we do the real thing? Um, Cassie and I went to a lot of cemeteries over the pandemic too, just especially when she was holed up at her old house. Oh, yeah, wow. And we were Riverdale once actually too. No one, you didn't tell me that. See, I, why would I? Why do I need to tell you that? I'm like, oh yeah, I was in a cemetery. Today. I, I did it yesterday. I immediately told you. I was immediately came on air and gave it to everybody. Yeah, you're about four years too late. <laughs> <laughs> we already did this. Wow, I feel so uncultured now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we, on that note, we got a story to tell. Oh, geez. All right. (laughs) We all drew positions beforehand. Um, Karis, do you want to reveal what you drew? I would love to. Um, it's empty. Mm. Is that? That means you're the swing. No responsibility in the story. You can do whatever you want. Come and go as you please. However, whatever characters you'd like to play. It's up to you. Okay. (laughs) It's great. It's easy. Yeah. Perfect. Swing. I got the celebrity. I go to a random celebrity generator. It gives me four options. I have to appear as one of those celebrities at some point during the story. I have Larry the Cable Guy, uh, Tim McGraw, <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones, and Augustus. Wow. I think those are four of the same Just voice, Augustus? aren't they? Oh. Was he an emperor? <laughs> Augustus Glute. No, <laughs> no oh, not that one. Not that one? <laughs> yeah. Not, okay. You just got Wonka on the mind. I always got Wonka on the mind, baby. We didn't talk about the saddest thing about this new Wonka movie is that I watched a, uh, like, I don't know. I think it was during the premiere. Timothy Chalamet was talking on uh, stage into the microphone. And he said, I never thought as a kid when I was uh, watching Johnny Depp play the role of Willy Wonka that I would be able to play him too. (laughs) It's like, yeah, no one thought that. (laughs) No one wanted this. No one thought this. The fact that that's the reference he's making too is... I love that. Somebody was mad at Timothy Chalamet for something he said, and they said, we need to boycott Mm -hmm. the Wonka movie. And I was like, yeah, I I think we can all get behind that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think that's fine. I don't think we're going to see it anyway, but sure, yeah. Uh, and that means that I drew the narrator. So for that, we're going to go to canigeta.com for a location, a relationship, or a word. Let's do location desert. 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 Spooky desert. Spooky desert. With um, Larry the Cable <laughs> McGraw. Larry the Cable McGraw. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, or Augustus, we'll see. Or Augustus, Augustus Gloop. It's so sad. No, not Catherine Zeta Jones at all. Wow, yeah. such Catherine Zeta disrespect. She looks yeah. so pretty in the desert. Yeah, she would look very pretty in the desert. Yeah. Come on, gave uh, gave Michael Douglas throat cancer. Uh, <laughs> uh, he got it. <laughs> he, got, he earned that. Yeah. yeah wow. Oh my goodness. And that's why he's uh, America's hero. There we go. That's right. That's right. America's hero, Michael <laughs> Douglas. He's not? I don't know. Well, he's not America's sweetheart, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. You never know. All right. The spooky desert. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. 
Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and, do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It, uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah, just open up your open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah, in bed, perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know, and and it's all. And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No, do online, do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com/spooked to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked today. It was a hot and sunny day. The sun beat down on the baking sand. Sun-bleached bones crisping up in the sun. A little lizard running by with his little feet burning. Switching him up. Switching him up. Ooh, it's hot. Ooh, it's hot. Going away into a little cow skull hiding out, peeking through. In the distance, there was a man walking up to a cactus that he saw. He was so thirsty. So, so thirsty. Damn, a lot of good cactuses around here. <laughs> oh my god uh, I love how the cactus just get her done You know Oh man Catherine Zeta-Jones <laughs> Such a tough time getting through the desert <laughs> She was so parched That her real accent was finally coming through Help Help please somebody Please somebody come find me Oh I just need Water as Catherine Zeta-Jones fell into unconsciousness, the world became black for her. All of a sudden, there was a, a soft dripping on her forehead. Drip, drip, drip. Uh, oh, 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 get into my mouth. <laughs> Everyone was uncomfortable by this statement. Wait, is there a crowd of people around me right now? Ma'am, we just came to help you out, and then uh, we were trying to give you some water, and then you just said, get into my mouth? It, it, yeah. Listen, my, my wife and my kids do not appreciate that kind of lo- never, rude... Don't, don't say that anymore. Rude, crude behavior. I'm, I'm a little kid, and I think that's bad what you said. Well, I, I'm, I'm sorry to, uh, to just scare you like that, little kid. You little didn't bit. scare little Bill Anthony. Little Bill Anthony was upset by your vulgar display of sexuality and femininity. <laughs> Well, I can't handle, or I mean, I can't do anything about the uh, femininity, but 
What I can say is that I'm scared. Or I'm sorry that I was vulgar there for a moment, but you see, I I've been passed out for I don't even know how long. I'm pretty much buried in sand here. Did you do this? Did you put a mermaid body on me? <laughs> well, that was little Bill Anthony. You look so pretty. You little look Bill, so pretty. Little Bill Anthony. He insisted, "Hey, hey, Paul, can I make a little mermaid out of that old lady right over there?" I'm like, "Dang, tootin'." Dang tootin' B.A. Well, I I appreciate that, Billy Anthony. <laughs> Little You're Billy welcome. Anthony. And then we said, well, we best be getting to the watering of the lady so she can wake up. <laughs> and then that's when you said that vulgar thing. Well, I've been passed out for a while and I just needed some water and I didn't even know where I was. What's a city folk like you doing in this ear parts, huh? Well, do I sound like a city folk? <laughs> What's a city folk doing in this ear parts here, huh? Well, I've seen you on the motion picture films. Yeah, which one? We went one? down to which, the... Which one? I don't remember, because I don't remember things very well, because <laughs> okay, I got good. a foggy sand brain. <laughs> the only thing I remember is a good deal when I see one, and which boot goes on which foot? And little Bill Anthony's name, of course, because he's my beloved son, and I love him. <laughs> That's me. Couple of important things to remember. That's right. Now, what's, what's a fancy-looking city folk like you doing out here in the middle of the desert? Hot sun, baking down, no nothing to drink. Well, you ain't got no shoes. You ain't no got a wallet. You ain't no got no bottle of water. I was I was walking around New York City. What? Mm-hmm. I was walking hell? around New York City. New York, New York. The city so nice they named it twice. That's right. And I went into the Macy's. Mm-hmm. As I do, I love the parades. <laughs> they have little displays of the parades in the Macy's, don't they? Yeah. You go right past menswear, and there's a little balloon. Yeah, that's right. They got all little miniature versions of all the beloved characters. Did Snoopy. You see Snoopy. Oh, Snoopy. Snoopy. Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. I saw Snoopy. I knew what you like, little Billy Anthony. Wait a minute. Was Woodstock there, too? Woodstock oh. was there. What yeah. about that peppermint patty? But no, no, they didn't include what the her, hell? unfortunately. I've been fighting for it. Oh I've been fighting for peppermint patty, but they said no big inflatable sandals are allowed. <laughs> I mean, that's true. You don't want big inflatable sandals in a big old city. You know what I'm saying? Big mm. apple and big apple and big sandals don't mix. You wear sandals in New York, you're asking for trouble. That's true. You're barefoot in that city. Oh, boy. Watch out. Hepatitis. So, like I was saying, I was looking at all the little uh, model uh, floats and balloons and everything like that, and then all of a sudden, a uh, burlap sack went over my head, and I woke up in the desert. Oh. Burlap sack, eh? Yep. They took uh, my wallet. They took my purse. They took my keys. And they took my phone. Wow. Oh. So I was left here with nothing but the clothes I walked into Macy's with. Well, would you just excuse us for a second there, ma'am? Uh, little Billy, I think, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah dang. God dang, it sounds like it's the burlap boys at it again. Oh, no, Pa, don't say that. <laughs> They're up to their dang, nasty, dastardly tricks, stealing city folk and throwing them in the desert, taking their keys, wallets, phones, and all their stuff. Pa, if, they, if we help it, they might come after us, too. Oh, man. But, you know, we gotta because uh, burlap boys are my dang brothers. Oh, it's our uncles. responsibility. <laughs> Listen, Ms. Uh, Zeta Jones. Yep. Is that what we call Miss Zeta Jones? You can call me Miss Zeta Jones. You can call Ms. me Catherine. Ms. You can Ms. call Z- me Cat. You can Ms. call Z-J. me... You can call me CZJ. CZJ. CZJ for short. Or CZJ, I guess, or in America. Yep. That's so, right. Right. Uh, I, I I don't like to take responsibility for this, but I believe that the perpetrators of your kidnapping were, in fact, the Burlap Boys who just so happened to be... Ooh, mentioning the Burlap Boys like that. Just so happened to be my, my stupid brothers. 
That's right. I am your brother. Wait a minute. What? Well, this is oh. a different voice oh. coming up here. So, <laughs> uncle, <laughs> uncle. <laughs> Sorry, Catherine Zeta Jones was in the way. I didn't see you there, yeah, brother. I'm, oh goodness. I'm very small, but mighty in voice. I I just thought Miss Zeta Jones because she came in with like a different voice when we first met her, and then a different voice when she woke up, and now I, sh- I thought <laughs> Did maybe she have a different voice that many times. Yeah, it just keeps switching around. I'm like, what the hell is going on with this lady? City folk actors, you know? Uh, I'm, well. Forget her now. I've already got her purse, wallet, phone, keys. I got no business with her anymore. All right. But what I am interested in is why you're spreading my name all around here. Have you been spreading my name too, little Billy Anthony? Yes. I love saying your name, Uncle. (laughs) It's so beautiful. Well, I appreciate that. Every morning I wake up, I say, my Uncle Larry. (laughs) (laughs) But I I can't remember your job. (laughs) Well, well he's, he's the burlap boy. We all know that. Yeah, and I got a, I got a side hustle, but we'll see if it takes off. Yeah. What? Oh? Yeah, I've started doing... Are you going legit? I've started doing a little bit of uh, comedy here and there. Stop. Oh, yeah. Jeez, yeah. where is... Oh, oh, do get do a quick five for us, brother. Um, uh, <laughs> the, the beans make me fart. <laughs> see, he's got it. That's good. <laughs> yep. Pretty I think funny. you might need to stick to robbing and uh, uh, kidnapping, brother. Uh, well, <laughs> Personally. I, I tell you, I go on a tour and I say, like, beans make me fart. Then I say a little catchphrase. Everybody laughs and then they pay me a lot of money. And then, right. you know, I get Do they pay a you a lot of money or do you kidnap them and then take their money? Well, okay, you caught me red-handed. I mean, I guess when you think about it, pretending to have a comedy show and then stealing everything from them, that it works hand in hand, so... You're an entrepreneur. Now that I think about it, yeah, that's what happened. I was at his comedy show. Oh. oh. And then I went to the Macy's because I was like, oh, the Macy's is still opening. Yeah. Yeah. And I ran over. Oh, wow. Did you enjoy the show? No, not at all, actually. And I bet you you especially hated the end part where you got kidnapped and thrown in the desert. Yeah, that part wasn't very stuff. fun. And you know what? My voice is kind of coming back. Yeah, oh. it's changing again. There it is. I'm yeah. still confused. I'm getting more hydrated, I think. I relate yeah. to that. Well, yeah. we've just been shooting this little water gun in your mouth the whole time. <laughs> that's, that's been helping. Your yeah. head has been inflating. It's like, I thought it was going to pop. Well, I mean, if the two of you don't mind, I think that no, the, I mind. the three of us could oh. muscle this guy out of here. Well, it is my brother, mm-hmm. his uncle. Might be weird if we muscled him out of here for a stranger that we just met. Well, a stranger that's been kidnapped and thrown in the desert with um, mm-hmm. nothing to her name, so I think that it would be yeah, pretty... Yeah, but he's family. You're going to be just well, as guilty. He's fam- and he was actually well, nominated for an Academy Award. He was, so actually. if we were going to do it, it would have to be to someone who's, say, like a, a step above an, a nomination for an Academy Award. Yeah. Oh, like a winner. Yeah. Yeah, he was nominated for hair and makeup for... Green Book. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I. Uh, <sighs> you know what? Let me just get up IMDb, looking up Catherine Zeta Jones right now. <laughs> yeah, what and, what uh, have you done, Daddy? Daddy, you're never gonna believe this. What? She won Best Supporting Actress what for Chicago. Hell? Oh my God! I did. Oh. oh my goodness. We don't take to know that's Chicago a, city folks around here. That's more than a nomination. That is more than a nomination. We're honor-bound to do it. I guess that's true. We got to respect the Academy and their wishes. But how about this one? Not only was I nominated, and I was in an Academy Award-nominated movie, Mm -hmm. but they also made another one and put me as the star. So how about that? Another one? Another Green Book? 
<laughs> yes, the Green, Green Book Green, Two. Green Book Two. And I, I, I was in that one more than hair and, and makeup. And you were the I, driver. I, I was the driver. <laughs> and, and you learned a valuable lesson. And you did your own hair and makeup <laughs> yeah, for yeah. it too. And, I'm sure. and that actually taught me that racism was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a important. different message than the first guy. Yeah, they, yeah. they got, they got a bit of a thing where they're like, "Listen, we might need to revise the the <laughs> message of this movie. Let's, <laughs> right. let's try it again." Yeah, the writer of Green Book thought, <laughs> I I see where I went wrong. Oh. Let me fix this. You know what? I think they need to have more sequel movies where they re- revise the message of the movie. I yeah. think that'd be great. Oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, whose side are you going to choose? Oh, me, the, <laughs> the star of Green Book 2, or me, Chicago? Billy Anthony, I don't, I don't know what we should do. Like, Do we go family or do we go the academy? I think... Papa, if you're open to it, yeah. what if she became family? She became family. Well, that just might work. Uh, maybe we should Maybe we should ask old Grandpapa if he has any advice for us. Hey, old Grandpapa up there in heaven, if you don't mind just coming down for a minute and helping your dear sweet grandson and great-great-grandbaby here down with a terrible question where we have to decide between an Academy Award winner and an Academy Award nominee who happens to be my brother. You're also a grandson. Grandpapa, could you please help us out, please? And down from the heavens, Grandpapa descended in his little red wagon, his cowboy hat and cowboy boots with his little spurs a-jingling and a-jangling, he waved his hat and said, "Howdy do!" Howdy do! Did somebody call upon me? Yeah, Grandpapa. We listen. We got a huge dilemma here. I'm sure you've been watching up from in heaven. Mm-hmm. That's right. right. You know what? You got the situation. We don't need to run it down for you, but not what, at all. What should we do? Should we? Well, I'd always go towards where the money is. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. You were a, you were a bad man. <laughs> well, I well, always forget that. Well, uh, my brother is a burlap boy, and he's been stealing a lot of money. So that's pretty good, right? That's right. There's a lot of money in that. But Catherine Zeta Jones. There's a lot of money in Hollywood. Hollywood money and a lot of and motion I pictures. Actually, her, her husband might be out of the way soon. Oh yeah, that's true. Ooh, yeah, that throat cancer. You know what and, I'm saying? And he had a lot of money too. That's combined money. That's mm. money on money. That's but too. wait, if I if she becomes part of the family, are we gonna get throat cancer? If you know what I mean? <laughs> it has, I, do, I, I don't know if it, she's got a so con- much to do. She's got I a contagious coochie. You know? I don't want you putting it out there. What our family does. <laughs> What do you mean? Let's just... Okay. Hey, listen. If she's part of the family, then we're not going to do anything to get throat cancer there, okay? I've been trying to reform this family from that. So you're saying that it's women been don't... generations and generations of... Uh, so you shouldn't you shouldn't uh, please your wife, is what you're saying? Why, <laughs> why is she going to be your wife? Well, how else is she going to join the family? I don't know. I thought we'd she's just going to be baby Billy Anthony's You think she's going to be my wife? wife? <laughs> well, okay. You'd get me groomed, Grandpapa? No, no, no. I don't want... <laughs> Wait a minute. I think I have a solution. I don't solution. want you to be groomed by Big Hollywood. I think I, I have a solution that'll make everybody happy. Even Catherine Zeta-Jones, maybe. Oh. Especially me? Es- especially you. Wow. What if Catherine Zeta-Jones... Mm-hmm. CZJ. Yes. I don't want to marry anybody. And our burlap boy brother... Oh, you don't? I was going to suggest you two married, and then... 
Oh. I got to marry the guy that robbed me and put a burlap sack over my head? You think that's a good idea? Well, listen, if you marry him, then you get all your money back because you all, you know, what's yours is mine, mine is yours kind of thing, you know? Kathy, don't you want to be my aunt? Don't you want to be my my uh, in-law or whatever? Well, you both seem fine, but the thing Thank is... Fine. Thank you for saying that. We are quite fine. Fine, Thank like... You. Fine. Fine, young gentlemen. A couple of fine, fine. I, I think Style and profile. I, honestly, I think the two of you are a little bit problematic because you I saw me oh, needing uh, help uh, here. Uh, and we uh, helped you. Yeah. Well, a little bit, but then you decided to take his side. Yeah. He's family. Okay. I'm a baby. That's being a part of the problem. Uh, what? Who? Why? Because you just stood by and you were going to just take his side and leave and take the rest of my money. But we weren't. We, but that's why we're, we're having this dilemma right now. We're trying to figure it out. If anything, we're trying to solve the problem. What have you done to help? Nothing but sit on your your butt and complain. Like some wow. city folk. Wow. Like some city folk. How do we know you didn't put the burlap sack on your own head? Yeah, and kidnap yourself and then and rob yourself and yeah. then throw it all in the in the ditch. You Brother, what what did what did she do that? Is that what happened? You think that I hated his comedy so much yes, that yes. I put a burlap sack over my head. I mean we heard it. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think so. Threw myself into the water. Ooh. Washed up into the desert mm-hmm. from the water. <laughs> That's yeah. my favorite way to get here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then just rolled around into the sand enough yeah. uh-huh. that then I got my mouth a little dry. Just and, a little. And Listen. I kept on wandering. Mm. Listen, I, you know what's going to solve this problem? If we just ask dear old Grandpapa what happened. Grandpapa. He was probably watching. He was up in heaven the whole time. He got a front row seat to all that stuff. Grandpapa, what just happened? Is that what happened? Yes, she she really hated the comedy show. I knew oh. it. Oh, yeah. She threw her own wallet off of the bridge. <sighs> yeah, and it hit um, old burlap boy over here, Larry. That's how he got it. Yeah, he hit him in the head. Wow. He fell out of his fishing boat. Oh no! And and, and started using the credit card around town. Oh. Well, who can blame him for that? <laughs> He's de- boys will be boys. When when the Lord provides, we must take advantage, <laughs> is what I say. Yep. And if a credit card hits you on the noggin in your fishing boat, then let me say that is a catch of the day. And it's like what I always said. We go where the money is. That's what the family does. Yes. So there's no money in um, this person without any possessions that threw herself into That's the true. desert. I bet you feel like a real idiot, Catherine Zeta-Jones. I do. Mm, wow. I just wanted to get away from my husband for a bit. Oh. Well, who can blame you? Yeah. He's always trying to do that, eh? You must have seen the new Ant-Man. That <laughs> <laughs> made me want to go. That's true. He's not winning no Academy Awards for that movie. I, I wasn't very happy about the only redeeming part being another person that I shouldn't watch anymore. Oh, yeah? Allegedly. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer. <laughs> Wow. I don't think she hit those kids. Yeah. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if she did. Well, just <laughs> <laughs> a legend. <sighs> well, I guess I'll just keep walking in the desert then. I know I did bad things, mm-hmm. claiming that your brother was bad. Yeah, Even though it so- does sound like he's done this before. So, Well, he's a burlap boy. So, you mm-hmm. know, he comes by it, honestly. It's his culture, it's his name, it's what he does. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just keep walking. Right, goodbye, later. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Bye. No, no, no. What? Wait. Ooh. We what? have to show some kind of kindness towards her. 
Oh. I guess you're right. I think we can bring her back to New York City. I mean, and by we, about, I mean you guys, because I have to go back up there. How know? about this instead? Mm-hmm. We do a little lasso dance for her. Oh. What if we bring New York City to her? And we put on a performance of Chicago and make her watch. Chicago? Well, yeah. I think we should give her a little taste of Oklahoma. Okay. What about my favorite city musical, Boise? <laughs> How about we do all three? Oh. All right. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> This might get a little uh, a little confusing if we're doing all three at the same time. So just do it, okay? And all that jazz, Oklahoma, where the sun is hot, jazz, the sun is hot, and the jazz. The boys, he's back in town. The The boys, he's back in town. I got it coming. Listen, (laughs) wow, that was the worst triple threat I've ever seen. Yeah, well, I mean, (laughs) uh, that was scary though. It was spooky. Yeah, and I'm sure we didn't really get to hear what uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones thought of all three of those performances at once, but I'm sure she liked it. I think she would have liked it. Uh, Let's tweet at her. She respects the arts. Sorry, (laughs) we'll X at her and see what she she says. Well, have you ever been that scared in your life, Kevin? No, never. (laughs) It was haunting. That was a scary story. It seemed like there was no heroes. Catherine Zeta-Jones ended up being the villain, but that family seemed dicey all the way around. I was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I was bad. I think. I think in twenty years somebody will be sleeping in this room, and then they'll hear us crying. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. I can't wait for that moment. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, sleeping in the dining room. <laughs> oh, well, by then this will be a bedroom. So, oh yeah, it'd be a nice bedroom. I think gets a lot of light. It's yeah. very cold though. Uh, gets chilly. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. <laughs> we'll have to see what the next renters do. That's true. We'll That's the visit. kind of thing about stuff I think about when I die, is what the next renters will do. <laughs> oh, I like that. It's <laughs> awful. I wonder how they're going to piss off the landlord. <laughs> I wonder what thing they're going to do that's unsafe. <laughs> well, on that note, let's do some plugs. Karis, where can everyone follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Maybe someday I'll post on that. Oh. At Karis. <laughs> Karis Whisper is my username. So it's Mm. K-A-R-I-S Whisper, however you spell that. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. And we'll be tweeting that out or sharing it on Instagram at uh, Spooked Podcast, as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com. You can see a full profile on Karis with direct links to the social media, as well as go to the sonar shop slash spooked, and you can get a shirt, whether you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts. We have a shirt for you. Spooked. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.